0: The following podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New With Tags Podcast. I'm Paul.
1: And I'm Jamie.
0: We are a long-time married couple enjoying the latest chapter in our lives.
1: We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves, we will encourage you to live your most authentic life, wherever you are in your journey.
0: Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast.
1: And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my new attack lingerie. Let's get started. What are we waiting for? Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. How are you tonight? Good,
0: thank you. And you?
1: It's kind of weird being back behind the microphone. It's been a while.
0: I forgot where we're supposed to talk into. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is called a microphone.
0: Microphone, okay. These it are, has been a while. It
1: has been a, a really long time, and we can get into that later. But mm. it's it's been an interesting few months.
0: It has. Long journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Long journey. But we're here.
1: We are here. And I'm sitting here. It's kind of chilly still. It's spring. Yeah, um, but
0: you've peeled. I I, I took like my it. robe off because it do. just
1: didn't seem right to wear a fuzzy no. robe.
0: But you're wearing your lingerie. Mm-hmm. The, it's almost it's a darker teal. I don't know if that's, mm-hmm. teal with black, mostly black, but it's got a lot of accents in it as the bra. hmm And uh, it's the garter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: garter matching to that that's black and teal as well. Kind of goes well with your hair.
1: Yeah. You
0: get the blue hair going on. But it's it all matches. Good.
1: Yes, it does match. That's why it's I wore it. a lot of blue. That's why I wore it. So we cheated. This isn't exactly new with tags, this lingerie.
0: True, sure, you did wear it once before.
1: Yeah, I wore it for 30 days of lingerie on Twitter. You did. That was a lot of work.
0: It was. It was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> it was a lot of fun. The
0: pictures looked great.
1: They did. I really enjoyed it, and I loved seeing everybody else's pictures. It was a very supportive endeavor mm-hmm. for those of us who stuck it out and posted every day.
0: It was fun. Beautiful pictures by everybody. Yeah, I loved them. Creativity I loved them was good, mm-hmm. too.
1: Yeah, yeah, there was some I was like, oh, that's really cool. We need to think about doing something like that. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, very cool. So, um, so, yeah, it's not exactly new with tags, but it's new with tags for the podcast.
0: Yes, you just wore it for like 10 minutes when we took the picture. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: literally was ordering off. You like, took the tag off. And that I was was squ- well, I always cut the the long tags that are like, you mm. know, the size, because I can't stand seeing the tag. Yeah. Like, not only just like the purchasing tag, but the tag that's sewn in. So that's out. But yeah, I was like, okay, I got to I put that back on cuz I told my told the Twitter followers that this is what we would podcast in. It it I looks actually had very something nice. else picked out, but next time.
0: You did. We're ready for next time.
1: Yeah. We got plenty of lingerie that has already made its debut on Twitter, but we bought a lot of lingerie we did. for I liked that. 30 days of lingerie. Well, <laughs> of course you do. At least I've had it all and they they don't have tags on them anymore. So I guess we that's have true. We have managed that very well.
0: We'll put our tag on them.
1: We didn't on this one. No, we didn't. Actually, there were a few that we didn't. that's kind of surprising. and we reused some pictures as well because they were it's true done. They were done yeah <laughs> a lot We didn't of have work. to do it every single day. It was a lot of work, but it was fun. It was great fun.
0: So what we've been up to well,
1: it's it's we've it's been an interesting few months. I had a conversation with Gracie. you did. I did yeah I remember that. Tell us about the conversation with Gracie.
0: That's more than just a conversation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we could probably do a whole episode on that conversation. It was really interesting. You know, I had told her months ago that, you know, there's just parts of me that I don't feel like I can share with her. And I don't like that. I mean, she's my oldest and dearest friend. And, you know, I am living my authentic life and I don't get to live my authentic life with her. Mm Mm-hmm. So we actually, she came here into town and she and I both got a room at this really cool hotel. Um, And we sat up, we went out for dinner and she drank a lot and I drank a lot. And then we went back to the hotel and we sat in um, my room and we just talked. And she wasn't exactly sure what to think of everything. Um, The podcast was the least of her Qualms. I don't even know what to say. It it was fine. But when you talk to someone who has not a great relationship in her own life and has had adultery in her own life, understanding ethical non-monogamy is like saying, yeah, it's like saying, you know, the moon is made of cheese. I mean, it's that kind of that doesn't make any sense. So that was a lot of the conversation, you know, like, well, what do you get out of it? Well, it's not all about the sex, you know, and that's, that's the other piece. She doesn't, I think it's hard for anyone to understand who's not in the lifestyle to understand that some of your most authentic conversations and real conversations just are, friendships. With, are with people who they're not always friends with benefits They They can just be friends, mm-hmm. but we share the lifestyle. And so you just have a different level of. Intimacy in in a weird way. So yeah, so it was a it was an interesting conversation. Um, and it was funny because the next morning we got up and had breakfast and we went out shopping. And we were out at the mall, and I was buying, I was looking for clothes for our trip to Antigua mm-hmm. and found this really cute, sexy little sundress. And she she looks at me and she goes, So this Antigua trip. Is that just you and Paul or is that with your friends? I'm like, it's with our friends. And she just looked at me and she said, I may just have to live vicariously through you. And she walked away. It was kind Mm -hmm. of funny. So now I can talk to her.
0: You have someone you can talk to. Your main main someone.
1: No, I mean, it's just more now I can kvetch sometimes if I'm editing the podcast and, you know, that part's kind of a drag. So to say I can't talk right now because I've got to finish editing this podcast so we can get it out instead of, yeah, I'll call you back tomorrow. It's just it just makes it a little easier. I will never be able to share with her everything because she just doesn't get it. And I don't want to. That was the other thing when we were talking. I'm like, I don't want to tell you something you don't want to hear. So you've got to ask me questions because as far as I'm concerned, you can know everything. And she was, I don't want to know everything, yeah. (laughs) I don't want to know everything. Which is why you need to ask questions. I Mm -hmm. I don't know where to start because
0: I don't know where to stop.
1: And I don't yeah, I don't know. Boundaries are kind of a hard thing for me. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so so that was hard for her to swallow, let's say. So but anyway, it was good. I'm glad I did it.
0: I'm glad you did it too. You were you wanted to for a year or two and just didn't want to at the same time. So at least you have.
1: Yeah. And we we don't talk about it because, no. you know, I'm still not 100% that sure that I'm not being judged just a little bit because she just doesn't understand. You know what I mean? it's I don't think it comes from a negative space, but anyway. But that's
0: good. Actually, y- you did a thing. <laughs>
1: I, d- I did do a thing. You I'm did. still not entirely sure that we're going to actually put this out on the podcast, but yes, I did a thing.
0: And that thing was for my birthday. It was which was just last week, but you Mm -hmm. put a lot of time and effort into publishing a book, a sexy book. A novella. A novella, fair enough. It's short. A lot of short stories. Yeah. You should write a podcast.
1: (laughs) Shoot, I don't write a podcast. Fair enough. (laughs) You're lucky you got an outline tonight. That's true.
0: (laughs) All right, okay.
1: But yeah, that took a lot of my... Creativity. I decided a couple months ago. I've had some short stories that I have had sitting on a hard drive for a while. Mm -hmm. They are not swinger stories. So
0: these were way, way before we were in the lifestyle, but hints of us going that way.
1: Mm -hmm. But they are. They are the the subtitle is you know, BDSM erotic stories. This is not swinger stories. So. You know, if we decide to put this out there and that's not your thing, do not go pick up the novella on your Kindle or on Amazon because it's not it's not that. Now, there's another story that I did not include in this book that is very much more along the lines. Even before we were in the lifestyle, I don't think I knew what it was, but I was writing about it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny. It's really
0: good. And even while you were writing and putting this book together. I didn't know you were doing it. It was a surprise for my birthday. It was. I just thought you wanted to be in the other room away from me this whole time.
1: <laughs> well, there was some of that so, too. <laughs> fair enough.
0: I get it. Spent too much time together.
1: Yeah. So it's um, it's a big deal for me. So, so I'd originally intended just to do a self-published novella and just give it to you. That was my original thought. And one of the things that you have said to me for years- maybe 10 years now, is that, you know, you need to publish these short stories you've written. And I do not claim to be an author. I do not, I don't make any claim to that. I personally know some authors and I would not put myself in their league. So, you know, but I decided that, you know, this is my authentic self. It was for me. It's a bit of a bucket list thing for Mm -hmm. you, for Mm -hmm. me.
0: Thank you. It so, was wonderful.
1: Yeah. So I did a thing. And it was really hard to do and not tell you. I had no one. No one knows. So besides you and the person who did my cover and my Kindle layout, um, my publishing layout, nobody else knows I did it. Um, so I had no one to talk to. And I know on your birthday, after I told you and you looked at it, I just sort of had word vomit because <laughs> it was all pent up for like, mean, I worked on that gosh, since February, maybe, I think it was like 10 weeks. I think, oh, 10 weeks, I can get this done in 10 weeks. No problem. I ended up taking a day off of work and working on the weekend. And so that was where all of my creativity went and I didn't have it left for this. So sorry, not sorry.
0: But now we do. So and I have a great story to read. Bunches of stories to read.
1: Yeah, you still haven't even finished it. No, you're Most a slow reader, are... though. I'm a slow reader. If if we're gonna put it out there, it's gonna be out there. So the title of the book is Christine's Submissive Adventures BDSM Erotic Stories. I think. I don't know. I looked at that dumb cover so many times. By Jamie Bradford it's on Amazon, you can get it on your Kindle. You can buy it, a published book. And actually, I ordered author copies. And I'm like, okay, these aren't gonna come in by your birthday. And I didn't want to just show you the Kindle. So I'm like, I wonder how long it would take for me to buy like a book off of just straight off of Amazon. Two days, prime.
0: Yep. And you have you have one purchased book. You just had to buy it yourself. I
1: did. That's what was taking a lot of my energy and creativity. So Mm
0: But here we are. But here we are. You're back.
1: We're back, and we're—I'll say—we're back by popular demand. I was starting to get guilted into we it were, by a lot of our listeners. Like, have I missed an episode? No, we just haven't recorded. We're just lazy. Yeah. Well, I'm not we've lazy. Had,
0: we've had a lot going on. We'll get into that a in little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Actually, where will we be going oh, in the near future? We actually we've done nothing. <laughs> we have done but nothing. But we do have plans. Yes,
1: we have done nothing since our last podcast with other people. I mean, we've had a couple of dates, but. Um, And we've gone to, you know, like had social time at friends' houses, but that's it.
0: Only once or twice.
1: Only once or twice. So A lot of us time, then. Oh, yeah. Well, and we needed that, which we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. But in June, we are going to the Club Euphoria Secret Desires foam party in Sandusky, Ohio. So that's like the 11th and 12th. We come home on the 13th of June. So that's June. July is our Antigua trip, and I, my muscles are screaming at me because I've been doing my naughty gym workouts because there's so many sexy people going on that trip, and they're all in my naughty gym group. So now I feel guilty I have to actually do the workouts. There you go. Um, hurting myself to do it. But so that's um, July 11th through the 18th. August is the Play Champagne is doing a hotel takeover um in Indianapolis. So we're gonna do that. I think we that the tickets aren't out yet, so we we'll, that but that's the plan. And then September, we're taking our first trip to RM.
0: Yes. Never been.
1: We have never been to RM. So the fourth through the eleventh, and we're overlapping with the Suns Out, Buns Out um travel group, which has um the Club Euphoria people and Bob and Nikki from our Naughty Escapades. I think Dave and Andy are gonna be there for from Double Date Nation for a few.
0: A lot of people can be there right now.
1: So, and then people that we have met via Twitter that we don't know are going to be there at the same time. So, it's going to be kind of a busy summer, and I love that. Yay. Yay, we need it. We need it. So, it'll be fun. Um, And so, we might actually have some real sexy stories to tell. Uh, For anyone who's listening, not only... Y'all know we had our COVID in July last year, but we both... Got the vaccine just to give ourselves our immune immune system a little boost so that while we're out and about and with people, we are protected and we are protecting others around us as well.
0: Why don't we wrap up this segment? Let's hear a letter to your 20-year-old self.
1: All right, let's do that. dear Jamie, we've talked before about living your authentic life. As you get older, you will care less about what other people think, but you won't completely stop caring. One of the last parts of yourself that you will pull off your mask and show the world will be around your kink. I don't know if we'll ever be completely comfortable with other people knowing, but we will take steps. And each time you take one of those steps, you will feel vulnerable, exposed, and fear the judgment of others. But while each step carries risks, so far, it's been worth it each time. So my advice, don't hide something that is a fundamental part of you. Be brave. Take risks. You never know who you will encourage to be more of their authentic self. Carpe diem. Well,
0: thank you, Jamie, for sharing the letter. I think we move on now to kind of our main topic. Uh, We alluded to it earlier that We've had some things going on and nothing bad, but just things that got in the way with life. Mm-hmm. There was one particular thing in general. In general. That was a journey for us. Yeah. Probably spanned six, eight months total. Uh,
1: total. Really, probably from October.
0: Yeah. It's about to that. April. Until, yeah. Till now. Yeah. S- still, Still riding the journey. Yeah, we're on a good side of the journey
1: now. Though. We are on a good side of the journey now. So, and what,
0: and what journey would that be?
1: Yeah. So, my hormones have been completely out of whack, and I'd started on. I've been seeing the doctor and getting hormone supplementation since actually March of last year, and I was still not quite in. I still had some hormones <laughs> floating through my body last March, and so. We started on the hormones, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But we'll just talk about the journey here for a second. And you know, I started not feeling quite myself in September, October. You know, we had a great trip to Georgia, but still, just didn't didn't quite feel like myself. Didn't know what what it was. Just didn't quite feel like myself. We had a, an amazing New Year's Eve. In retrospect, I can't imagine how much better it would have been for me. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't realize until it was actually the anniversary of my sister's death, which is one of the things that we talked about sparking this whole idea of living your authentic life. It was the anniversary of her death and my niece called and my niece is getting married and I knew she was getting married. And she called and she said, Aunt Jamie, when it's time to go get my wedding dress Will you come wedding dress shopping with me? And I had sort of a moment of emotion. And, you know, of course, I'm like, oh, of course, you know. And I hung up the phone from that call. And I normally would have been a blubbering mess. A basket case. For a half an hour. I mean, like. And as a guy, you know, it's kind of hard for you to understand and relate to that. But every woman I've ever told the story to is like, oh, yeah, that's like a really big deal. And I, like I said, I had this surge of emotions that lasted maybe 15 seconds. And that was it. And I remember that was... An aha moment for me. Yeah, light bulbs went off, big time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really say anything to you. I mean, I kind of did, but the next morning I picked up the phone and made an appointment with our my family practice doc because something not right. Well, I knew right as i i I knew I wasn't feeling like myself, but I really wasn't self aware uh, during that time. And it was after that. You know, that night, I can remember, you know, laying in bed going, What is wrong with you? I'm talking to myself because I then realized that my emotions were flat. I didn't laugh a lot. You didn't cry. I didn't cry. I mean, I cry at commercials, I cry at Disney movies. Disney movies, I cry at homecoming videos for the military. Like, I am, that's me. You're a crier, I'm a crier, and I wasn't, and again knew I was off, but just couldn't quite put my finger on it till that moment and I never was i never had feelings of self harm I never really had anything close to what someone might consider or classify as a major depression, Mm-mm. but i was i mean I was flat, so mm-hmm. there that is a depression. And no energy and all of those things. And so I think it was the day before my appointment. I got in pretty quickly to my doc. And I'm like, hey, by the way, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. And I'm going to talk to the doctor about this. And you're like, huh, yeah, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the doctor and I filled out the little questionnaire. How depressed are you? Questionnaire and we've been to this doctor gosh for years i can't Im- i mean years and years and years 15 20 years 15 years yeah, probably at least a long time. Uh, at least and so she knows us and so she walked in and she looked at my paper and she's like all right what is going on with you right so we talked and you know she does her assessment to make sure that i'm not i don't have major depression and she looked at me and she says i know you're you're seeing this other doctor to do your hormone replacement. Have you had your hormones checked lately? I said, well, actually, like next week, I was due to get my labs redone. And she's like, because this is the picture of someone whose hormones aren't right. She goes, if you weren't on hormone replacement at all, I would like, that's what this is. The doctor just sort of looked at me and like, okay, you know, we have some choices here. What do you want to do? And I said look, I'm not me. I don't like how I feel. And so she actually started me on a fairly low dose, but an antidepressant. And never have been on any kind of antidepressant medication before, really. But I was determined that especially as I started to feel better, which actually took a week. I started feeling better in a week.
0: You did. It was fast.
1: Um, and But I wasn't I I was bound and determined that I was not going to hide from anybody what I had both gone through and the fact that I needed some help. I didn't need to talk to anybody. I had no major trauma. I wasn't trying to process through things. Quite frankly, I just had a chemical imbalance in my body. And it was probably a combination of things. I don't believe it was just my hormones, but... You know, that's where I was at. But that's why we're doing this podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, why it took so long to get here.
1: Why it took so long to get here. But the other thing I'll share, and then I want to hear, I want you to tell your perspective of that first first bit. We had a journey in the middle. But, um, you know, we actually, I told you I wanted to let the kids know. And you're kind of like, eh. And I'm like, yeah. I am not perfect. Do not put me on a pedestal. There's nothing wrong with seeking help when something is wrong. And so we told our son first, and he was really quiet for a minute. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, right? I mean, you you don't need to worry about me, but I want you to know this is this is what's going on. And we told my daughter, and, you know, She was a little like, huh. And then she has said, so what did they put you on? And I told her and she goes, you do know that's what I'm on, right? Because I knew, Uh you know. And so we just, we sort of shared a a good little laugh over it. And it wasn't what, maybe two weeks later, our son's relocated to a new city, has very few friends, it's COVID. And he's like, you know, I think I want to talk to somebody. And, that would be great. And I'm like, absolutely, you need to go talk to somebody. How are you going to find them? We sort of walked through that because he's still young. I mean, <laughs> you know. And and I asked him, I said, so if I hadn't shared, would you still have talked to me about this? And he goes, yeah, I probably would have talked to you about it. He said, but it would have been a lot more difficult. So mm. I that was my stake in the ground. We're going to talk about this because... It's important mm-hmm. it's we'll share it with listeners, so yeah, we'll share it with exactly, so up through the end of January
0: yeah i'll I'll rewind even back to probably last summer fall, where you just were not yourself more often than you were yourself, mm-hmm. and we've been married a long time, and mm-hmm. we've had. You know, whether it's you or me, we've had different ups and downs of one of us, you know, whether it's work or something, stress, you know, life, deaths and family things. We we go through those kind of things. But this was kind of a, I'll say a gradual, the curve was coming down to more of a flat line
1: mm-hmm.
0: and didn't realize it at the time. Mm-hmm. And I knew you weren't depressed necessarily, mm-hmm. but I knew something was off. Right. And it was one of those where... To talk to you about that was difficult, because you weren't thinking anything was wrong. Not at that point.
1: Yeah, I wasn't self-aware.
0: I mean, that would be like me going, "Hey, do I look fat in these jeans?" Well, I'm not going to answer that question. Of <laughs> uh, that's not there's no there's no right answer. There's no um, good answer to that question. But but you weren't in a place to hear it. No, I was not. And it was not too bad. And one in in retrospect, mm-hmm. one place I did know we. We haven't seen a lot of Lifestyle Friends in the last six months, but we've seen a few. You didn't get as excited about it beforehand and even during. And I won't say disinterested, but kind of disinterested at flat. times. Yeah. And it wasn't, I mean, even the highs and lows of a conversation, there weren't. It was Mm-mm. just,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, you would be abnormally quiet or just indifferent. Mm-hmm. Um Which, in retrospect, I should have said, hey, red flag here, mm -hmm. because that's not you.
1: Well, I actually did say when I went into the doctor, when I was talking to to our doctor, a family doctor, I said, you know, like, sometimes, you know, you could choose not to give a fuck. (laughs) So these words, I said, I literally have zero fucks to give. I don't care. I, I don't care. I don't, nothing ticks me off, nothing, like, I just don't care.
0: Yeah, and for those of you who can't see her right now, the <laughs> corners of her mouth are pulled down, an angry kind of look, and that's what I saw the last seven months. No. Well, not the last seven months. I saw for two or three months before yeah. this all started. Oh, I didn't smile. No. Didn't mm-hmm. frown. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. I was flat. I was flat. And I was just kind of like, well, I don't know what's going on. I was almost accepting it was the new norm. Mm-hmm. And shame on me for doing that. Because I we can do better than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought of the Jack Nicholson, uh, what if this is as good as it gets, you know, wasn't a fan of that movie, but good acting, but it was strange for me. And it was kind of, we weren't going through motions when we, we didn't play that much in the fall. I mean, just with us, um, which is odd for us. Mm -hmm. And when we did, it wasn't spectacular. So I mean, I'm used to not being spectacular, but you're usually spectacular. Stop. So <laughs> I've been training for this. Whole um life. my whole life. But it was a little weird. Mm-hmm. And my sexual energy is we build off of each other mm-hmm. and there was nothing to build off of. No. So it was unusual for me. Yeah. And you. But yeah. but it you know, it was one of those well, I like, Kind of happened gradually enough that it didn't seem like it was happening until you're like, yeah. I mean, even even when we had a lot of interactions with friends, whether it was video chats or phone calls or even running into somebody, it just wasn't quite the same. And
1: and it wasn't just lifestyle friends. I mean, I, I want to be I want to be really clear about it. Correct. This was a general malaise across my entire life. My work life.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, the work because we, we we share an office building in our house, and I would walk by your office every time. You are very animated when at work, mm-hmm. and when you know we talk highs and lows, mm-hmm. you have several fucks to give during the work day, <laughs> well, and you give them to a lot of people. I give, I give a lot and, of people, a fuck. and <laughs> sure. yeah, and that was not happening. No. I mean, I I heard the words. You know, I, I wish I could have picked it up quicker, but I heard the words, whatever. In retrospect, yes. you were a goth teenager. I mean, mm-hmm. you're like, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Yep. And, and I would even, and I, I messed with you a little bit because, you know, if if we were going to grab dinner, we hadn't made anything because neither one of us cared enough to make it that day. Of, What do you want to do for dinner? That's always been a, you know, you never mm-hmm. pick anyway. But I would intentionally narrow it down to two items – one of which I knew you hated, mm-hmm. and one I knew you liked, mm-hmm. and you still said whatever. I'm like mm-hmm. this, this was an easy one to go. Yeah, I don't you, food you don't even like. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, okay, something's wrong, and this was about the time you started in on the adjustments. Yeah, you made some major adjustments. I did
1: make some major adjustments, and so I I started on the antidepressant. I literally went to the. I had my hormones checked I was in at my uh, hormone um, doctor who does all of my hormones and she's like your testosterone is literally non-existent and I had had pellets three months before so I had been on testosterone pellets and and she's like how are you feeling and I had told her that I had gone to the doctor and we had started on an antidepressant and she's a much more holistic naturopath kind of person. And she kind of looked at me and I'm like, you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't like who I was. I haven't had a really good orgasm in months. And, you know, and she's like, well, that's because your testosterone is in the tank. So, you know, after looking at all of them, we adjusted all my meds, all of my hormones, and we saw a big, change in me. So let's pause the story. Okay. And I want to talk about, I'm going to get into teacher mode. Um, sorry. That's not like you. It's not like, well. We,
0: it's all about you.
1: <laughs> and you know what? I, it really is all about me. It wasn't for a while there, but it yeah, really it wasn't. is now. So before we start talking about this, I will give the disclaimer. I am not a physician. I am no expert. Neither are you. I am less than that. You you are less than that. You must talk to your doctor. I am making no recommendations. I'm only talking about it from my experience and my research. So Mm. I give that disclaimer. But interestingly enough, even with Gracie, I've been having this conversation. Yes. Um, Because what's, you know, what's really interesting is for women, the you know, women's bodies are very complex. We are incredibly complex, which is why they don't do research on us because we are so complex. That's why men are used because you're simple. Um, Yes, I meant that. Um, Anyway, you're very welcome. So, but women can go into what's called perimenopause, so the time before menopause. And you can be in that for 10 years, you can hit that at 40. And your hormones start to slow down and things start to not be like they were. It's harder to lose weight. You hear these women talking about how hard it is to lose weight. It's because of our hormones. You hit a certain age and you don't have your 20-year-old hormones anymore. And so the as as you go through this, there are signs. And and I had the hot flashes. I had and actually was having hot flashes in December and January, not realizing that they were hot flashes, which is just ridiculous. But, you know, there are There are people who can just trudge through it, and they continue to feel themselves to feel as sexual as they have been to not have any of the other side effects um, of not having high levels of hormones coursing through your blood. Women of a certain age, my age, really, and but even younger women who have mothers who had kids young. There's a big question mark over estrogen use. So back in the 70s or 80s, it came out that estrogen replacement caused cancer and heart disease. And all the doctors quit prescribing it. And it started gaining some favor again because women are like, this is bullshit. So there have been studies done since. and again disclaimer i am not a doctor but when i was first looking at hormone replacement for myself i started doing some research and what i found really interesting having having thought that i knew what hormone replacement how bad it could be for you turns out that they did some more research and there were some flaws in the study that came out so when they went back And did some more research. What they found is that there were women in the original study who had been without hormones for 10 years. So, meaning they had gone into menopause and they started the hormones after that, 10 years after that. So, say they went into menopause at 50, they started their hormone treatment at 60, and they were only getting estrogen. And what the research has shown is that you should never ever ever take estrogen without a balance of progesterone. And so that's basically what the research showed. So the research showed that if you are if you start your hormone replacement under the age of 60 and less than 10 years after you've gone into menopause and you use estrogen and progesterone, which is what all of the professional academies Family practice, OBGYN, all of the professional academies recommend is you don't ever give estrogen alone unless you don't have a uterus. If you don't have a uterus, the progesterone doesn't matter because it was endometrial cancer that was um, developing in women. So, endometrium being the inside of the uterus, the lining. um, And that's so if you don't have a uterus, it doesn't matter. You can actually just have estrogen. But for those people who still have a uterus, you have to take estrogen and progesterone together. And then They found that the risks were very, very low, um, hardly, I mean, really less than or equal to what the general population um, had. It is not, even back in the 60s and 70s, they were looking at estrogen as a protection against heart disease. And that's not why people should take hormone replacement. The hormone replacement basically is designed to make you feel better related to your hormones as opposed to preventing heart disease. Interestingly enough, there's some really early research out there that shows there's actually a decrease in dementia and Alzheimer's. I'm really excited to see where that goes in the future. It's very, very early. It's, you know, there's just not enough good data to say whether it works or not. But that's kind of what the research is showing now. There's lots of pre- prepared um, drugs Uh, hormones that can be given by your family doctor. Um, So estrogen and progesterone, they come in creams, they come in pills, um, they come in pellets. That's not what your regular um, family practice or OBGYN would use. But there are commercially prepared FDA-approved medications. So, And you should check with your insurance, but likely covered under your insurance. So good news, there are answers for women who maybe don't have a ton of disposable income. I chose to go the bioidentical hormone route. The, the reason I chose it was because the medications, rather than just being whatever dose the doctor can basically get off the shelf, and you have to shoehorn yourself into that, maybe it's a little too low, maybe it's a little too high, but there's no in-between, that's where the the idea of being on a bioidentical or in getting medications that are made up by pharmacists compounded by pharmacists actually allows you to dial in more specifically to to your needs there are some differences between the hormones i'm not going to go into it because i'm already watching your eyes glaze over paul um i could i could talk about this for hours i don't i don't know that i go oh, it's much more natural, which is why I should be on bioidenticals. There are people who feel that way. A lot of the people who um, practice in that sphere believe that. The con of using a bioidentical hormone is you have a human being mixing up your cream. So like I use an estrogen cream. Um, I use it every day. And there is variation. If they don't, it's it's like making a recipe, you know. You're not going to get the exact same dish every time a person makes it because, you know, you're putting in a cup of milk and sometimes that cup of milk may be a full cup of milk and it may be, you know, just a scooch less than a cup of milk. And when you're getting something that's pre- mass-produced, it's a, it's basically a computer. It's like getting paint at the paint store. You know exactly how much of each needs to go in to make exactly what it's going to come out. So you have to have a reputable compounding pharmacy. Um, so I am now on the maximum dose, to, dose of testosterone. Um, I'm on some progesterone and some estrogen, and we'll talk about how animated I am because nobody can tell that in my voice right now, I'm Sure.
0: Your arms are flailing. I know. You're smiling. You're bouncing up and down. You're yourself
1: again. I am.
0: that's the normal you.
1: This is the normal me. And I didn't realize how much I was not talking with my hands, which is a whole other thing. We did a poll on Twitter and asked how many people were using hormone replacement. And so the, the options were, yes, just one of us. Yes, both of us. And nope, neither of us. Right? And so of of our poll, 67% said they were not using hormone no, no, but neither one of the couple were using hormone supplements. Great. Interestingly, 20% of the couples that answered our poll, both were using some type of hormone supplement and 13% of our, the people polled were using, just one person was using hormone replacement. Hormones are an amazing, amazingly delicate balance. The people who um, don't have a history of breast cancer, so I will say if you have had breast cancer. Generally, most women have estrogen receptor positive breast cancer. You can't take hormone replacement therapy. And that's unfortunate. I, I feel for women who have to endure the the side effects and symptoms of menopause without that kind of a help. There are other drugs they can take. Antidepressants, interestingly enough, can also help with symptom relief as well. But, you know, I, it's People are taking hormones. I think it's interesting. Women, like in our Facebook group, they are, oh, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. And some women are like, I took testosterone and I got acne and my I got facial hair. And that's actually one of the side effects if you have too much testosterone that you're not converting in your body. And some people just couldn't tolerate it. And, you know... Everybody reacts differently. Everybody is different. But I encourage, I'm speaking mostly to my women now, you don't have to settle for a new norm that's not who you believe yourself to be. And it's important if you're feeling not yourself, to go talk to somebody, right? Whether it is a chemical imbalance in your brain, not that I wanted to accept it. Mm-hmm. And I only say that so that maybe somebody goes, you know, maybe I don't have to accept this and I should talk to somebody.
0: Yeah. They can talk to us, they can email us. They can
1: talk different. to your doctor. Yep. I mean, talk to your. Female friends or your, you know, so I think it's I'm, harder for guys, but.
0: I'm surprised now that we've, we've talked to some friends about it, how many are doing this as well, that mm-hmm. they just didn't talk about that yeah. much. At least in the lifestyle, people talk more about it. Yeah. Openly about mm-hmm. things like this, mm-hmm. which is great. So, now that you've, you, you finished the teacher mode.
1: Class is now dismissed.
0: Is it? I want to talk about the positives of it, of. The results,
1: the journey out,
0: the journey journey up the hill, mm-hmm. um,
1: up the black diamond,
0: yeah, we'll we'll have some uh, skiing references. I'm not a, I'm a water skier, not a snow skier, but she's a snow skier, so we'll have the snow ski references because it's all about her. Mm-hmm. But even when you started some supplements before. It didn't make a big change early on. It was just we weren't where we were supposed to be. But once we got things going, and I'll say it was probably January, February, probably February, we would do our, I mean, we always have Sunday night dinner Mm -hmm. at our dining room table, and we talk, and it's just fun, sexy time, usually before we play. But Mm -hmm. it's always just fun, sexy banter, and we didn't have the banter for a while. It was just talk. Whatever. 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 But you could see, and and we talked about it like, oh, you know, you'd start to smile more. You'd be more animated. I'm like, oh, what does next week bring? And we started talking about, well, this week was good, and then we'd play a little bit, and it would get, little, hey, this week was better than last week. Mm-hmm. And what can next week look like? And each week for six weeks, maybe? Oh, at least. Every week got incrementally, I mean, Probably substantially. Eight, eight to 10 weeks, actually. Substantially from, better. From the sixth. Mm-hmm. And even, you know. The sex was great. We're like, oh, this is awesome. And then we're like, well, what will next week look like? Yeah. It got better and better and better, mm-hmm. and even to the to the point of. I mean, you mentioned we were climbing the hill, uh, and we knew. I mean, you'd mentioned you hadn't had an orgasm a anyway. while. You had little ones, maybe, but nothing right. of note. Nothing of note. I mean.
1: I mean, I, I could count. I, I, I wouldn't help any out. That a much. couple of fingers. Yeah. From October. But they
0: weren't the explosive ones you've had in the past.
1: No, and and the other part of this, and and I again, I'm not saying this to brag. It's not that, but from my early 30s, we figured out that I was multi orgasmic I could have multiple orgasms. And once I got past the whole idea of one for one, which is where I sat in my 20s, and finally like, well, that's stupid, The I went from being multi-orgasmic to really not having an orgasm.
0: Yeah. But they started coming back, at least in mild- Mild. Mild-mannered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but each week was a little stronger. And we both knew, we talked about it, because you were not just physically back, but- Emotionally back, and it it showed. I mean, we were smiling, we were laughing all the time. Highs and lows. I mean, we would joke, and you know, we we had a lot of misses, and they weren't anything to do with our. Well, I say with your body. There were three weekends in a row, and this has never happened in my lifetime where I had the hiccups <laughs> three weekends in a row. Violent hiccups. Vi- like snap your head back to the middle of your you know oh, it, and and. Two were showstoppers for us. I mean, we had mm-hmm. failure to launch because I was mm-hmm. in hiccup mode for about an hour. You hurt, and 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 you were like so disinterested at that point. But but that was failure to launch. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, each each time got more energetic. We were feeding off of each other, and you we, we talked about you you were climbing the mountain. You mm-hmm. you know, and we both thought, well, you are gonna. Th- there was a point. I mean, I knew early on. Well, she's gonna she's gonna make it over the mountain at some point. Back to the, you know, your black diamond,
1: mm-hmm.
0: your 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 earth-shattering orgasms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's going to get there. I don't know when. Could be tonight. Could be next month. Could be a year from now. But you are on the path to get there. Yeah,
1: and I still didn't have the confidence.
0: No, and it was probably a month of each of that. And then you're kind of like, I think it's going to happen sometime. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't happen that night, but the next week you had one, and it was amazing. And You felt so good. It was kind of just the sigh of relief, not just to have one, Mm -hmm. but to know you could have one. Yeah. And then the next week, it was the next weekend, and it it was last weekend actually, where there wasn't just one black diamond. It followed with the second black diamond. You had to take lots of fluids to fill yourself in, and then you did a couple moguls in the middle. And then we had another black diamond where it was one of the strongest ones you have ever had you were back to i mean squirting everywhere all of, i mean that was kind of hot anyway but uh, that was your after your fourth when you're like i'm tapping out i'm <laughs> <It's> done like, <laughs> i haven't had i haven't had f- i haven't had four in the last six months combined and i had them all within two hours of each other so yeah. that was i mean one that were fun but mm-hmm. it was just to see you yourself again mm-hmm. was so amazing. And it was, it made me feel disappointed in myself for not raising the issue three or four months earlier that we could have, you know, we could have got there that much quicker. And Maybe. Just had yeah. less of a, us not feeling like ourselves enough. Yeah. You know, it was more of a, I mean, you didn't feel like yourself. And when you don't feel like yourself, I don't feel like myself. Yeah. We are very much a team and we feed off of each other and, you know, and it works great.
1: Yeah, we we did create a little bit of um I, I uh, so I'm I'm gonna use a word and I not to demean the word, but you have a little a little bit of PTSD I do. from all of this. I
0: do, actually. And that's I would not have thought so mm-hmm. because I was so sensitive. I mean, we we spent this time as us time. I mean, I really because I mean Lifestyle didn't even come into play, and I didn't want it to. We, we love talking about it. You know, it, it mm-hmm. you know, just when we talk about it, it gets gets us energized and mm-hmm. we have a great time together. But I kept that off the table. I'm like, we need to be back to us. I want to be us again before we ever get to something else. Mm-hmm. And I kind of intentionally held that back. So, when any, I didn't want to push the issue, even though I knew you were getting close to a black diamond, you know, in our terms. I didn't want to push the issue. So any hesitation, I backed off. That probably was a couple of weeks before.
1: No, it was, was, you were doing that early. I mean, I can remember having conversations. I mean, we we say it was this wonderful, just climb up the mountain. Um, There was a lot of rocks. That was a lot of rocks. (laughs) And sometimes, you know. You'd throw
0: them at me. I remember.
1: No, I would be climbing up the mountain. I would just kick one and it would hit you on the way down. Um, But it was they were really important conversations we had. I mean, Mm -hmm. there were times where I got angry at you. I remember. So do I. And we had to work through, neither of us knew how to get out of that at that time. And we both did the best we could. Right. And everybody's going to be different. I have there, I don't have some magical cookie cutter recipe that I can give to people to say, this is how you climb out of that valley. But, you know, it was some of the swings and misses were miscommunications because you read one thing that was not what I was feeling or thinking, but the way I behaved. I mean, literally one time I was so close to having an orgasm and i backed away we were using the hitachi and i backed away and i mean you literally i mean i have never seen the shutters come down quicker
0: oh it scared me actually
1: and i was like what the fuck <laughs> i was so like <laughs> and then just... i'm like oh forget it like i was and then i was just frustrated which wasn't good we talked through that mm-hmm. um
0: you needed a 30 second break Mm -hmm. I thought you were like, get away, I'm done for the night. Mm -hmm. And that's, I read it wrong.
1: And I didn't communicate it well. So we learned and I'm like, okay, the word stop means stop. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? It was like, if anything else I say or do. And you didn't say stop. And I didn't, I did not say stop.
0: I heard stop, even though you didn't say it.
1: Yes. So anyway, that was, you know, that was part of this journey was sort of journeying out of you feeling like you had to walk on eggshells and not push me thinking I needed you to pull me along a little bit. I mean, we were just, we were just, we were so close, but not quite on the same path. There was never any doubt that we both wanted to be on the same path we just couldn't find our way to the same path. Mm -hmm. Like we were both using compasses instead of GPS. Like, and you know me, I can't use a compass to save my life. We share this because things aren't always perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, as humans, we're going to find times where things are going great, where things are not going great. Part of this is being our authentic selves. And so owning things haven't been great from a, emotional health standpoint really for both of us but what i will say is that i mean i kept every week i kept feeling more and more like myself and the first time i cried at a military homecoming video i I I got teared up i'm like oh oh
0: it's about time we give people a little more of a sexy story
1: i think it's sexy story time
0: sexy story time all right let's Let's
1: go. go It's sexy story time! Yay! Yay!
0: You got the bounce in your step again. I, I like that. do. Well, I'll tell the sexy story tonight.
1: That'll be good. Since I wrote a book, you can tell me a sexy story.
0: Fair enough.
1: Tell me a sexy story, Paul.
0: I'll tell you a sexy story. Actually, I'm going to tell you a mini series, <laughs> a condensed <laughs> mini series.
1: It's it's a series of short stories. A series of. <laughs>
0: A steer- series of short stories of you giving a fuck.
1: <laughs> True. More and me giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you
0: you getting a fuck a few times. Just a few highlights from the last month of our climb up the mountain and over the mountain. Yep. I'll start when we were just starting to get in the groove. You you were yourself and you knew it was kind of going to happen. And you had wanted for a long time, because we did wax play a long time ago. hmm. You wanted to try wax play again, and you were kind of in this mood of bondage. Little and I know you were writing books about being tied up, so you were in that headspace for a while. Big
1: time. Like,
0: all right, we'll give it a try again, and I tied you up. You were face down, and I started in with wax, and it was a delayed two-second response before you jumped a little bit, did it a few more times, and then you screamed, and done. Game Game over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? That didn't go well. I mean, but you're like, what? Where? Where did you do that? You You thought I was literally pouring the wax on you, and I was six feet above you, pouring the wax.
1: It was a head thing for it me. Was a head, yeah, yeah. Were,
0: and then I mean, you you were shut down. Of, we're done for the night. Mm-hmm. And then you're, I'm explaining it to you and you're like, well, that's not what I thought it was. So yeah. you're like, well, we will have to try it again, something different some
1: other time. And I said, don't, I think we need to not blindfold me. Yeah. Like I need to be able to see. I need to be yeah. able to. I was going
0: sensory deprivation.
1: Yeah. Which is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. In all fairness, that's what yeah. I wanted. Yes. But and yeah, it didn't work so well for me.
0: No. And you had a week to kind of like, oh, I wish, I wonder what it would be like if I could see it mm-hmm. and know it was okay. So we tried, well, mm-hmm. actually it was a week later. Yeah, I think so. We tried that, and we had multicolored candles. Mm-hmm. We had three different color candles, mm-hmm. and you got to watch me do it, mm-hmm. so that once it touched your skin, you knew it wasn't as hot as you thought because it was literally five to six feet away from yes. your body. Yeah, and, and it's
1: still—I mean, it's still stung. Yeah, I mean,
0: it, a good sting, not a bad sting. A
1: good sting, and and when it, like, sometimes you'd hit tender skin,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and. Because I knew it was far away, my brain could override the nerve endings and go, "It it's fine." Like, it's fine. and so yeah. I could, even though it'd sting, I'd be like, "Okay." Oh, like, you would sting,
0: time? you would enjoy it, and you would even laugh a little, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that wasn't bad." Mm-hmm. And then I started. I was having a good time mm-hmm. just with the artistic work of yeah. up and I mean, from literally from toe to chin to fingertips with all three different colors and Mm -hmm. you had lace panties on and we had it in the kind of your torso to Mm -hmm. knees maybe with um 30 days of lingerie we posted one of the pictures yep and it was kind of artistic so it looked nice you wouldn't have guessed it was just me playing with wax from Mm -hmm. six feet in the air so that actually turned out to be a pretty good night where we i think that was the night we played on the bed and after you having a really good time with that, and you're like, oh, I'm in a good headspace.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, this could go somewhere. And this is, we were still climbing the mountain. Although,
1: wait, I got it. So, I know it's a sexy story. But, you know, this is Jamie and Paul. So, we have to, so we decide we have to get the wax off before we wax get off, in. Wax off, wax on. Yeah, wax on, wax off before we got in bed. And so, we literally go, I'm standing in the shower. Not, the shower's not on. And we're just like trying to brush stuff off. And you leave to go do something. I can't remember. You left the bathroom. And I'm literally like, I'm just going to get all of this wax off my body. Like I had it had pooled in my hand. It was really cool. But like I pulled in my hand. So like I get it all off. But I still had this wax residue on my body. I'm like, I don't really care. We're getting in bed. I'm, I'm, I'm ready.
0: She's ready. And you were really ready. I was really ready. And even to the point I think you you pushed me on the bed, which you don't do very often. Probably. You, you jumped on top of me. It's all about
1: me. It's all
0: about you. It wasn't up to that point, that but was it was up. all about you that night. Mm-hmm. You climbed on top of me and mm-hmm. were riding me hard. Mm-hmm. I was riding you hard. And you stopped, looked me in the eye, <laughs> I can't believe and, gonna mm-hmm. and said, we're going to release the Kraken. And you did. And, and I laughed that was the I mean you that was the first black diamond orgasm you had in several months. but you released the Kraken. I
1: released the Kraken. So and now that's been kind of an that's ongoing been our catchphrase. Joke. We're gonna
0: release the Kraken tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm usually the one who goes in the cage and releases the Kraken. so but that night
1: I brought her out to play.
0: You brought her out to play. <laughs> so you released the Kraken. That was fun.
1: That was fun. and the wax was really really erotic the the so the sting because you were high enough um and we of course used specific um wax candles for this kind of play true we bought specific candles we didn't just go like down to the store to the hardware store and get wax candles do not do that they burn way too hot so we were playing of course i thought i was getting like six colors and we got or eight colors and we got like two packs of the same four colors (laughs) from china um (laughs) Anyway, so they were all
0: smaller than they looked because they were from China. It's true, just like the clothes we get from there. That's
1: right. So, but I was laying. um, We were we had spread a blanket on the floor, and we have brand new carpet on the in the bedroom. So it's like really squishy and soft. It was actually very comfortable. And you had laid me down on the floor, and you had me put my arms out like in a T. Right. Mm -hmm. So my legs were straight and my arms were out. And you just, you said to me, "Don't move your arms."
0: I didn't tie you down. I just, you did not. And it was mental. Mm-hmm, don't move.
1: Mm-hmm. That was really hot. I could feel the, and I could again, I could see, so that helped quell the irrational whatever in my brain. Um, but I could feel the wax drop and sting. And then kind of spread. Mm-hmm. And then it was uh, not comforting is not the right word, but it was um, soft is, is the best I can come up with. It just sort of that spot stung and then it was soft. And, you know, you would switch back and forth between the candles. The darker colors actually stung more. It was weird.
0: And they burned hotter as we went a little further. So I had to switch
1: mm-hmm. up. We switch up. But we actually had talked about since... One of the theme nights in Antigua is Zero Fucks Given. Maybe doing that for Zero Fucks Given. And that's. Yeah.
0: We didn't take enough pictures of you completely covered because the artwork was fantastic.
1: Says the artist.
0: Says the artist.
1: <laughs>
0: Says the artist. Actually, the artist rocked the playlist that night, too. You I did a playlist. Did. Oh my Specifically gosh. for the wax play night. And actually, somebody. <sighs> Had asked for this on Twitter and I haven't gotten back with him yet. We need to do that. But yeah. Um
1: that's well, not, we're not on Spotify true. or we could just share it. But yep.
0: But it was, it played into the mood. Oh my gosh. It set the mood from the beginning so through the end. And actually, even I, I'd planned on play afterwards and even the play on the bed. We were rocking the music on the bed. Yeah. So as you were releasing the Kraken.
1: Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a really. You know, you just, it's, it was a very different thing. We hadn't done it, gosh, it'd been tens of years since we had done wax play. Hmm. It was almost like with each drop of the wax, it was a really erotic touch. And I mean, we'll, I'll put it on Instagram, one of the pictures, so that people can see how much wax I had. And then actually, when you would do wax on top of wax, yeah. Then it was just warm. like mm-hmm. It was like having a paraffin hand bath for women who know what I'm talking about. It was wonderful. But it was it was just, again, with your playlist, with the feel of the wax, that was really a, just an incredibly erotic night. I liked it. I did too. Yeah. Enough yeah. that I want to go onto Etsy and buy the wax that comes in little pictures because that yeah. just looks kind of cool. That's the next
0: step. Yeah. So...
1: They have neon. Did I tell you they had glow in the dark? No. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. There you go. I've been looking at these. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Me too.
0: <laughs> the, then the next weekend was the one with the, the four black diamonds. You haven't had multiple in a while. Oh, and I... we, we, we've, we've had nights with many, many orgasms before, but I don't know that we've ever had four earth-shattering ones like that.
1: Well, we had two, and I'm like... Excellent. This was it a This was an amazing night. We would started playing early,
0: and I'm greedy, and, so
1: and don't, I was
0: don't leave any on the playing field. Nope.
1: So thank you, Mickey and Mallory, mostly Mallory, for convincing me to buy the Womanizer Premium. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Womanizer Premium gave me my third, which is where you were. You had your hand inside me, and mm-hmm. I squirted all up your arm. But that was the <laughs> So it was, so when I orgasm, when I have a black diamond, it is a whole body. It is not a pretty sight. Like I am not a pretty orgasmer. I don't have pretty orgasms, I guess. I I mean, I hold my That's breath. an opinion. It is, my whole body has the pressure and then it releases. It's not just in my core. I have those. Those are wonderful. But when I have like a great big... The buildup. I mean, when I'm cresting that that orgasm, you know, sort of on each side, you know, uh, and then the middle, it is. I mean, I'm I'm literally I'm holding my breath. I usually end up sitting up um, or straining. I can remember with that orgasm, I got a horrible headache because you know I my muscles were tight and I was we were in a funky place on the couch. I so just and I remember. Honestly, remember having the thought: if I have a stroke and this is how I have to go, it was worth it.
0: You told me that out <laughs> loud, and I'm like, it's "Not, not didn't, comforting. Want, didn't want you to go today, but yeah, that would be a good way to go out. You go out on top.
1: Oh my gosh, I realized like, oh my intracranial pressure—the in- pressure inside my head was just—I felt like my head was going to explode. Yeah. And so it took a minute for me to like, I had to. That was not even just coming down from the orgasm. I had to like let my whole body sort of relax and oh but i wasn't done evidently so no there's no, more but, but wait, wait
0: there's more <laughs> you get Gensu knives as well um no it was we had one more fantastic one yeah nice way to end the night it was a nice way to end actually a nice way to end in the journey we're, that chapter we're, the chapter we're on the downward side of the hill again i mean we weren't going to go far down the hill because we're gonna stay towards the top but yeah,
1: I was going to say, I don't know. It's, it's more like we climbed out of the valley.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Climbed you know, out of
1: a- I mean, that's, that's, we've crested the top of the hill and now we just are enjoying the rest of the ride.
0: It's true. It's time to keep riding. It's time
1: to keep riding. Speaking
0: of which, yeah, it's about time to play.
1: I think we should. Let's play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New With Tags Podcast. We love having you in our tribe.
0: Follow us on Twitter at New With Tags Pod.
1: Or you can email us at New at gmail.com.
0: You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as New With Tags Podcast.
1: Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day.